And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome for the first time if you've never heard the podcast before. This is me, Deanne Smith. In this particular episode, I will be chatting only with myself. So if you're new to the podcast, you might want to go back and listen to me and a guest. You might want to listen to, I don't know, episode 34. I don't know which one that was. Let me look it up right now. Which episode was episode 34? Let's find out. <laughs> episode 34 was when I did by myself. So don't listen to episode 34. I do do them by myself every once in a while. Okay, guys? Because I, I think you enjoy them. Word on the street, i.e. my inbox, is that you do enjoy them. So hello. Hello and welcome. You are free to keep listening or not keep listening. Guys, I'm in a weird mood. It is Friday evening and all I wanted with my night, my one night off for the next however many days, at least the next 10 days I have shows every night. I'm a comedian. I don't know if you knew that. This is my one night off for the next little while. And all I wanted was to just chill out at home. I'm in a I'm in a shared house situation. None of my roommates are home right now except for the animal ones and it is freaking sweet. I love it. Just alone. Just alone and hanging out. Anyway, that's all I wanted for my night. And then Halloween got in the way. So can we just talk about Halloween for a minute? I don't have fully formed ideas about any of this, but I'm going to work it out with you guys. I think the question is this podcast, what's question is why is Halloween such a big deal because I am 100% over it and it hasn't even started yet because there's a lot of happy Halloween it's pretty exciting I guess that Halloween itself falls on a Saturday yeah as a kid that's super exciting and we can be nostalgic about what Halloween was like as a kid but as an adult it is bullshit do you know how much time I've spent this week trying to find a fishing vest I'll tell you right now upwards of three hours that's happened. I've been online searching. Cannot find a fishing vest in Toronto. Here's the thing. Scoff if you will. Why am I so defensive? But my girlfriend and I were going to go in a couple's costume. And I had the bright idea. Because guys, listen. I love her so much. I really love her so much. She's the greatest. She's the absolute greatest thing. And I hope that this is the one that sticks. I am willing to do everything in my power to keep this girl with me. Because she's actually the greatest human being that I've ever met. So I think of her as my catch, you know, my big catch. So I had to brainstorm about why don't I be a fisherman and you be a giant fish, <laughs> which I think is not fair. So I think that's morphed into her because she's a sexy lady, right? She's a hot little number. Why shouldn't she be something nicer than a giant fish? You know, girls, how they like to get all sexified for Halloween. She's sexy. Oh, I was going to say 100 days of the year, but I think what I meant was 100% of the time and or all the days of the year and or let's everyone stop objectifying my girlfriend. All right. I know I started it, but if you guys could just calm down, that would be great. So she didn't want to be exactly a giant fish, but she has an extensive wardrobe and she's pulled it together. She has this kind of fish like skirt that she's never had occasion to wear. It's kind of a metallic -y, greeny and definitely, I mean, let's say fish, fish like mermaid esque sort of. Mm, hugs the thighs, loosens up around the knee area, but not that much. Loosens up around the mid-calf area, I would suppose. Her her walking is going to be restricted in this skirt, just the way I like it. But she's going to look kind of mermaidy, I think. I think she's going to wear her hair long and sea-like, and she has all sorts of sequin tops. I mean, she's going to pull it together, and it's going to be very clear that she is a beautiful thing of the ocean, and that is going to make a lot of sense. Me, 
I thought fisherman. How hard is that? Right? Fisherman. How hard is that? I say it like someone that's never fished in their life. I fished a couple of times in my life. And that is why I feel justified in eating fish. Let me say that to you guys right now. Because I call myself a Seagan. Do you know that about me? Also, should I slow down my pace of talking right now? The thing is, basically, it is Friday night and I'm just so eager to get this podcast out there into the world for you guys and then chill out. I want nothing more than to eat really salty popcorn and watch Netflix tonight. Doesn't mean I don't love you and I hope that you guys are doing the same tonight and or immediately after you listen to this podcast or at some point in your lives. It is a luxurious and wonderful state to be in just eating salty popcorn and watching Netflix. That's what I want. Weather's getting cold here in Canada and I just want to feel snug and cozy. So I'm speaking very fast, but I think I always speak very fast, right? And what's good about the solo podcasts and speaking fast is it just gets out there, guys. I don't plan. I don't have a, I don't have anything. I don't have a list of notes. I don't know what anyone would have. <laughs> I don't have a typewritten set of ideas. I'm just going for it, guys. And we, we find nuggets of gold in here. Gold seems, <sighs> gold seems a bit grandiose. Nuggets of stuff. Nuggets isn't the best word when you take it away from gold. Nuggets? What's a nugget? Ooh, nugget of poo, maybe? I'm probably just thinking that because I started my day picking up chihuahua poop. Are my roommates listening to this? The roommates that I said I was glad weren't around tonight? I guess I hope not. But if you are listening, owner of that chihuahua, that little thing is pooping everywhere. She's a cutie, and I still took her for a walk, and I didn't scold her because her face is too adorable. And, you know, I don't know what her life is like. Maybe she's really had to go. She did it on... She did it on the mat that we have in the kitchen in front of the sink. And I get it, I guess, kind of. She seemed to, it, of all the places to poo downstairs, it wasn't an unreasonable place. I think she was like, this mat is maybe not unlike the little the little pee pads that I use once in a while. So I guess I'll just go on this thing. Seems contained. Occurred to me now, only right now, as I'm telling you guys, what if it's not just poo? What if it was pee that also soaked into that mat? Although I sp suppose Chihuahuas, I did not mean to go here, guys. This is what I'm saying about just free associating and letting it happen. I suppose Chihuahuas can poo without peeing. I've seen it happen. I take her for walks. She poos without peeing. Her name's Kiko, by the way. She's adorable. Do you guys ever poo without peeing? Probably not. I would venture that most humans don't. I'm not going to weigh in on this equation, <laughs> but I'm just guessing from experience. Okay, where were we? My girlfriend is going to be some sort of a gorgeous mermaid of the sea, some sort of gorgeous sea creature. I'm trying to be a fisherman, and it is freaking impossible to find a fisherman's vest in Toronto. It's impossible. I tried so hard. I went to multiple stores. I looked up online. I made phone calls. Guys, I even considered going to Walmart, and I don't go to Walmart, all right? But I thought Walmart would have vests. I was, I was ready to buy, like, a vest, brand new, ready, at Walmart. Would do it right? Under 40 bucks, say. And, and they're expensive. That's the thing. It's not like they don't exist. They do exist. And they are high tech and expensive. I'm seeing them out there. I'm not paying $179 for a fisherman's vest that I'm never going to wear again. No thanks. Anyway, made a deal with some dude on Kijiji. I don't know if you know Toronto, but even that, even that, like the, all of it took hours. And I'm dealing with this guy and he's like, so the deal was I was supposed to meet him tonight no frills is a grocery store. You guys can imagine what it's like. No frills means no frills. People are elbowing each other. Everything comes in just plain yellow boxes with black writing with like a sans serif font. Like nothing's good's going on. Everything's like no name this, no name that, no name this, super cheap produce, no name this, amazing deal on toilet paper, no name whatever. It's not a bad place to go. There's one by my house. I go there sometimes. Anyway, but it's a no frills. 
So this guy's like, meet me in the no frills parking lot already murdered, getting murdered for sure. Meet me in the no frills parking lot at, um, I don't know if this means anything to you guys, but like Don Mills and Finch. I've never been to Don Mills and Finch, but it seems it, I don't know. It just, I don't want to go there. It's very far north Don Mills. That doesn't sound good to me. Just as an outsider to Toronto, probably doesn't sound good to you guys. It's the name of a road, but still Don Mills. Meet me at the no frills, Don Mills and Finch. I just realized that that kind of rhymed and now I like it. But anyway, so I was supposed to meet a man there. I am assuming he was a man because he had this fisherman vest. Meet a dude in a parking lot at eight o'clock tonight to pick up. And it's like an hour drive for me, guys. I'm not even kidding. But I was going to do it to complete this outfit, right? To go to the thing with my girlfriend being a little couple's situation. Oh, also the idea. I wanted a fisherman vest because I want all these pockets because I want to put gummy worms in them. How hilarious is that, right? Gummy worms. And then I'm handing out worms all night. Oh, also I'm going to have a mustache. Oh, also my name is going to be Daddy Dewworms. You heard it. You heard it right. And I'm going to make everybody call me Daddy Dewworms all night long. So uh, it's all prepared. I'm prepared to get murdered in this no frills parking lot for a fisherman vest and or just walk away with a fisherman vest. And then this guy cancels on me like an hour and a half before I'm supposed to be there. Thank God I wasn't already in the car because I would have been mad. Ooh, mad. Do you like how I say thank God like I have any power? Like I would have done anything. Cannot do anything. People owe me money right now. Ugh, and I can't do anything about it, and it's so annoying. And I'm not going to say more than that. I'm just going to say that one particular person in my life who I have continually allowed to take advantage of me is taking advantage of me so hard right now. Um, but I'm supposed to be letting it go. I told myself today, don't keep me angry. Just let it go. Let it go. Trying to let it go, you guys. Also trying not to reference it. I told myself before I turned on the mic, don't reference it. But you know what? We all got struggles. Anyway, how about this? Take this little nugget <laughs> of information from the podcast. Don't let people take advantage of you, okay? Just know your worth. Know your boundaries. Communicate them. Be strong, okay? But anyway, so I'm trying to put together this fisherman outfit. I don't have a vest. And do you know what? I did have a vest. I had a perfect vest last year at this time. It was a photographer's vest. It was like like a Banana Republic brand or something, but very old. Like old, old. Like I got it literally... 20 years ago in a thrift shop and the lady working the thrift shop I don't know why she let me buy it because she was so angry at me for buying it she was like oh I had my eye on that I was gonna get that but not in a fun way in like an angry way but I ended up getting it it was super cheap and I never wore it it was a it was a relic of a time it was a it was an object aimed at a person that I wanted to be and never became it was a photographer's vest it was very cool looking but it could it could pass as a fisherman's vest is what I'm saying it just had a bunch of pockets a big pocket in the back a photographer's vest and the person that I wanted to be I guess was more outdoorsy more adventurous just the per a person that could wear this vest and look cool and be cool I'm not that person I'm not that person 20 years later I had to realize I'm not that person so last year I sent it off. I sent it off to the West Coast. I sent it off to a friend in Portland who's a photographer. And I thought, here, you have it. Put little film canisters or whatever's happening in your world. Do people even take th those type of photographs anymore? I don't know. I think real photographers probably do. Real photographers. That's right. Just like real men. Just like real fishermen. Had all these amazing pockets. And I sent it to her thinking, you can make some kind of use, use out of this. You're outdoorsy in your photography. And you're a photography outdoorsy kind of person. Use it. Oh, and now I'm regretting it so much because I would have had everything I needed for this outfit. I got I got jeans. Of course I do. I got flannels. I got a Tilly hat. Well, I don't, but my girlfriend does. That looks like a fisherman type of thing. I got 
Red Wellingtons. It's all happening for me. I'm going to get gummy worms. All I needed was this goddamn vest. Can't find one. Then I went to Value Village. I don't know if you know Value Village. You can imagine what it is. A thrift store. I went there tonight. I ended up getting an olive green puffer vest situation with like one pocket. It doesn't look like it doesn't look like a fisherman vest, but it'll get the job done. And I and I now I think I just need to ramp it up. Just ramp it up with the costume. Inhabit a character. Daddy Dewworms wearing a mustache. I just gotta go for it. At this point, I just gotta go for it. It's the night before Halloween and I just gotta go for it. Also, I am a grown adult. I don't wanna be caring about this. At this point in my life, shouldn't I be sewing costumes for my children? I don't have children, so good for me on that front. But I just it just feels like the most ridiculous and selfish pursuit that I have spent so much time and energy looking for a goddamn fisherman's vest for one night of life. And it, the costume isn't even amazing. It's just a costume. It's just a costume. It's not like I need the final piece on something amazing. I don't know what that would be. But that's not like I'm like being the Statue of Liberty. I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my mind. Oh, Halloween. I just, there is too much emphasis on grown-up Halloween. I get it. It's fun. Straight people, it's your chance to get out there and have pride, I suppose. I think Dan Savage says that, and it makes a lot of sense. But, you know, sometimes you just want a quiet night at home, which is what I'm having right now with you guys. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I Well, here's what's fun about Halloween. I saw a guy today. But here's also, this is also the thing that's so annoying about it. It's the day before Halloween. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. Anyway, I saw a guy today in, I guess it was would have been kind of like a dragon onesie. That's what it looked like from the waist down, at least. But from the waist up, he just had on like a normal man's jacket. <laughs> he had on a normal man's jacket, a normal man's head, a normal man's hat of some kind or just hair. I don't remember. From the waist down, though dragon onesie complete with tail and the tail had spikes i mean it was pretty sweet but the best part is he was just like oh like fumbling trying to unlock his bike and that was really making me laugh just to see kind of a half dragon man living regular life there was no he had no aura of a dragon and and the, the, the dragon oh the idea of just a dragon riding that bike and he was, he was struggling. I think that's what was funny to me about it. Just a dragon man struggling in the world. Halloween. Halloween. It's happening. What else are my thoughts? I'm just frustrated about this fisherman's vest. I'm also frustrated that I feel like I started a thread of thought a while ago that I have been unable to follow. So I hope I haven't left you hanging. hope you're amused in some capacity. I hope I'm keeping you company in another capacity. I don't know what you're doing right now. I always wonder. People say sometimes they're walking their dogs, and that's fair enough. Whenever I walk Kiko, I always listen to podcasts because, you know, it's a bit boring just walking around the block at a chihuahua's pace. And this kid has to smell everything, smell every little leaf, pee on absolutely everything. It's pretty intense and adorable. Shall we be nostalgic about Halloween as children? Do you want to? I used to take out a pillowcase. That's right. That was my bag for candy, and we lived in a big old neighborhood, and I could run around and, man, fill up at least half of that pillowcase with candy. Halloween was the greatest, and then you'd come home and dump it all out on the rug and then choose your favorites and then put them away. We, we, couldn't, we weren't allowed to just, like, constantly eat Halloween candy. I think we were limited to two or three pieces a day, which is still a lot, but which is just to say that that stuff lasted. Halloween, oh, it was better than Christmas. It was so much fun. So much fun running around the neighborhood. I would get 
genuinely scared sometimes though, but nothing bad happened to me. In the 80s, there was a lot of talk. There was a lot of talk of razors and apple blades. <laughs> razors and apple blades? <laughs> oh my. That sounds like a great new Mach 5 razor for men. Razors and apple blades. Get that hair off your face and end up smelling fresh like an apple for your lady. Get in there, smooth, and have sex. Razors. I don't know what commercials sound like, but something like that sometimes, right? Okay, no. There was a lot of talk of razor blades in apples, which I don't know. Maybe it did happen. It seems a little bit like an urban myth. Definitely never happened in my neighborhood, but definitely put the fear fear of god in you when it came to biting into fruit you're just like oh there's bad people out there who just want to cut your mouth for fun anyway fruit you know who would cut your mouth for fun captain crunch what was that all about captain crunch you does that does that cereal still exist Ah, oh, it just eats up the roof of your mouth you can't even finish a bowl it's like tiny little razor blades okay so there was that there was the like there was the apartment complex down the road it was only maybe three stories high um but there there were weird people in there. We'd go in there thinking that we were going to clean up. Like, oh, you could hit so many doors in one spot. Except that they never had anything good. They would have like, like some of them wouldn't even have anything. And why should they? Because they wouldn't think kids would go into their weird apartment building. And then people would have like those tiny boxes of raisins. Ugh. Which now, as an adult, that's what I would be inclined to give out. Because I'd be like, kids, you're eating too much sugar. Here's something semi-healthy. I think raisins are really bad for your teeth. But... Oh, it was never fun. It was never fun to get the tiny box of raisins. You know who were the heroes? The heroes were the Martins, who would give out full-size candy bars. That's right, full adult-size candy bars. How did they have the money? They were rich. It was great. They lived way up on the hill. You had, you had to do some serious climbing to get to the Martins, but it was worth it. Plunk, full-size Snicker bar right there for you. Oh, amazing. Those were good times. Would you like to hear about some of my highlights uh, highlight costumes. There was a costume contest at my elementary school, which was also in my neighborhood, walking distance. Sounds like a very idyllic childhood, and in many ways it was, everybody, in many, many ways. Yeah, so there was a costume contest. I won it a couple times. No big deal, you guys. The, the one that's coming to mind right now, I think I won it when I was very young, and I don't know what I was. Once when I was very young, I was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That was the first Halloween costume I remember. I was five years old. I was in kindergarten, and I was psyched. I think I was wearing, like, brown corduroy pants and, like, a raspberry-colored turtleneck underneath. And then my dad, somehow at work, brought home these giant pieces of foam which we then put over me like sandwich bread and they probably spray painted the outside brown like crust and I was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I was loving it. They might have been making fun of me, my parents, putting me in such an unwieldy costume and my mom used to tell me if you keep eating those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches you're going to turn into a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because that was my go-to lunch every day and I'm not going to lie guys, still one of my favorite treats, old PB&J. These days, of course, it's on the gluten-free bread. It's the, you know, organic, no sugar, almond butter with some organic artisanal. It's never artisanal. But, you know, the healthiest kind of jam you can find. I do it in the most healthy adult way, but, oh, man, I still freaking love it. So it was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which may have led to my lifelong love of unwieldy costumes. I think it is absolutely hilarious to have just a cumbersome giant costume on Halloween. The one where you're always, you know, bumping into other people. Oh, ah, ee, ah, sorry. Oh, sorry about this. Which could be the reason that in Baltimore, when I lived there many years ago, I dressed up as a chandelier. 
oh, it was sweet. And what it was was just a bunch of, uh, I think I just used hangers or something, wire hangers that I bent and, and curved and made amazing, did that, and then put tinfoil all around that. I don't know, I created some sort of wire structure around me from things around the home, tinfoil, and then actual tea lights. Um, actual lit candles were a part of my costume, and many of them. There was one on top of my head, and there was at least eight encircling my body at a distance, at a distance. Like, I, I had to have a friend light them, and then I just walked around, and it was freaking dangerous. I stayed outside for most of the time. Baltimore had, like, a parade of lights or something like that at Halloween, um, and I participated in that, so I fit right in, but it was a dangerous costume, 100% just almost accidentally lighting other people's costumes on fire all night and not even knowing it. That was an unwieldy costume. Another unwieldy costume that I won a prize for was grapes. Oh yeah, my mom did that for me. And this was in the 80s, you guys. This was before you could just find a purple balloon anywhere. These days, these days, these days, you kids, you can find anything anywhere, right? Or and if you can't find it in your physical house, although now that I'm talking about it, why can't I find a fishing vest? Ugh. I could have found a fishing vest if I gave it more time. But I just didn't think it would be so difficult. We've had this idea for two weeks, and I had most of it, and then I got really serious about it this week and was having a hard time. If I thought about it, I could have had that friend in Portland mail me back that vest for this costume. That would have been worth it. Ugh, or I could order one online. But they're so expensive. Anyway, this costume was before you could find anything you want in the world at all hours, at any time right? So I remember that that was a real struggle for my mom, but she ended up finding a whole bunch of purple balloons. How she sourced them without the internet from Endicott, New York, I have no idea. She was a champ, you guys. Remember how my mom died? Mm, I'm real sad about it. Maybe that's why I'm talking about, I keep mentioning my mom today. But you can't mention your, you can't talk about Halloween without without thinking about your mom, right? Because moms are the heroes. Moms are the ones staying up all night the night before trying to sew your stupid costume together. So I had a hat that would have been, I guess, like a grape leaf and a little stem. And I was wearing all green and then just inflated purple balloons all over me. And it looked amazing. I, it was the most creative costume I had ever seen. The other tricky thing about Halloween when you live in the north, when you live in the north of North America, is contending with the weather. You got to plan because you can't be kind of a rocking outfit and then put a coat over it a la our dragon dragon man from earlier. You got you to be prepared to layer under that costume or somehow around that costume. And that worked out. Woo, boys. Guys, I feel that you've gotten double the amount of time for this podcast. I know it's only been about 20 minutes, but... How fast have I been talking? Incredibly fast. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm going to wrap it up. There's a lot more I could vent about. I feel like that's all that's happened. I've just been like, curmudgeonly about Halloween. It's going to come together tomorrow. I just need to relax. I just need to relax, which I want to do, you guys. I want to relax. I want to kick back, watch some Netflix, eat some popcorn. Full disclosure, probably going to smoke a joint. Don't worry about it. It's almost legal in Canada. What else did I want to tell you? Oh, my gosh, guys. I can't believe I've waited this long in the podcast to tell you. I should have brought it up at the beginning, but now it's too late and I can't redo everything. But guys, do you remember that last week we talked about Punky Brewster within that conversation, Evie, Allie, and I, well, really Evie came up with the show Everything is Raymond. I think she meant to say everyone loves Raymond. What was that show? Everybody loves Raymond. Whatever that show was is what she meant to say. She ended up saying, remember that sitcom Everything is Raymond? (laughs) And we laughed 
so hard. I think we just laughed for three straight minutes. And I asked the internet to send me a theme song for the fictional show that is Everything is Raymond. You know who came through for me? Patrick World. Of course he did. Who's Patrick World? He's the guy behind the Learn a Thing theme song, you guys. He is a hero and a champ. He came up with this song. Get ready, guys. I'm going to put the lyrics. I'm going to put the lyrics on the No More Radio page so you can see that. But I think you're going to understand them all. It's very clear. So here is the theme song for Everything is Raymond, which sounds like an amazing show. Let's listen to it together. My goodness, you guys, how professional was that? I absolutely love it. Patrick, you already know this. I wrote you emails about this. I absolutely love it. I hope you guys like it too. And you know what? I'm including it again. I'm including it again at the very end of this podcast because it is too good. And it may need to be included every podcast from here on out as a bonus after the outro because why not? Because everything is Raymond. And I love it. And only, only we will know. Only those of us that have listened to the Punky Brewster episode and this episode will understand why that is there and what that is. Oh, goodness, you guys. I've got to get going. I've really got to get going. Let me say this to all of you. Thank you so much for listening. You make this fun for me. You really do. And I, I was late this week with the podcast and I knew I had to get one out because you guys are counting on it. You're good people. You're, you're just great. You're great. Thank you for listening. Uh, who else makes it possible? Let's quickly do some names. Paula Flalo, Mike Kurotza, Charlie Sneaker, those guys are also the greatest. Listen to other podcasts to hear me talk about what they do. <laughs> I'll talk about it again next week. You guys are really cool. Thank you so much. Hey, pop over to uh, iTunes if you want. Give the podcast a rating. Five stars only. That's the only rating I'll accept. And write something fun about it. Let's get some more listeners involved. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Quest at Best if you want to. I'm Dan Smith. Bye.